0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Retro Rewind. Today, we are talking about a Japanese game. Alright, so, before I didn't have the title up and ready to read, but this time we are talking about Doremi Fantasy, Mylan no Doki Doki Dai Boken. With me to discuss Doremi Fantasy is Luke. Hello, and a man who can't say Purple Burglar Alarm. Craig. <laughs>
1: <laughs> purple Burglar Alarm. For God's sake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Somebody take this man's tongue away. He's not using it correctly. Uh, I did play the English translation of this game, which they translated as Mylon's Doki Doki Adventure, and you can get it patched from any number of you know ROM hacking patch sites. But anyway, this game was released by Hudson Soft, in March of 1996 for the Super Nintendo. Now, gentlemen, do you guys have any history at all with this game, other than looking it up when I said it?
2: No, but it looks very, very familiar, and I still can't figure out why I think that. Thanks for elaborating on that, Dave. I was hoping you were gonna answer, but you just left the hanging. <laughs> okay, well, I, I,
0: was, I was gonna wait for Craig.
1: <laughs> Bloody hell. I have no history with this game whatsoever same as look I may be getting
2: this confused with like a platformer where you play like a caveman boy okay
0: that'd be bonk which is also by those people
1: ah okay Aren't, maybe this is it yeah. I wasn't thinking bonk what was the other caveman one the, the mega drive oh, what was his name chuck rock chuck rock yeah what a game why um
0: no but uh okay Anyway, so you might reckon, for me, this rung all kinds of, like, the animation style of... What was Zapino? What was that game? Wonder Project uh, J. Wonder yeah. Project J. That's what this reminds me It also, like, reminds me of just, like, anime of that time. Like, like almost Ghibli. Almost. But anyway, so, um, Doremi Fantasy is, we're probably going to call it, because I don't want to talk about Daibokens and Densetsus and Doki Doki's, is... A platformer and it's a very simple platformer almost in like the vein of Kirby simple. So I'm curious, what did you guys think? Like what was your first impression?
1: Um my very, very first impression was, oh no, I haven't downloaded a translated version, but I'm (laughs) gonna keep my yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's very charming, very cute, feels okay. I, as always with platformers, the first thing you do is jump to make sure the person jumps. Okay, if it's got a good jump animation and it doesn't feel too floaty or too slow, then it's already on a winning streak with me because it's all about the jumps.
0: Yeah, as long as it doesn't feel like Tomba. Yeah,
1: oh God, that was horrible. <laughs> I, look, I don't know if you ever listened to Tomba, but the way they, the the character jumps is kind of like... It's made of helium, so you jump and it's like floating through the air and it's just it doesn't feel right at all. Not in a good like Princess Peach Mario 2 kind of
0: way. Mm, in no. a very bad way.
1: No, and that uh, he's on the moon way. Um but yeah, yes, yeah, so that that was it. It's a very charming wee game. It's it's packaged up quite well and presented with a you get a nice wee over map of the world and you move on to a point and you do a platforming level. It's very nice. So yeah. Good, good off to a good start uh
2: yeah the first thing i noticed about this game is as a platformer and then i realized i'm really 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 still really bad at really bad at platformers and i'll always be forever bad at platformers um but it looked cool looked really cool and you're a little elf boy with uh you can blow snot bubbles or whatever and fire them around and capture (laughs) capture animals and then knock them away and yeah okay now
0: hold on i would like to unpack a couple of things here so luke how did you grow up in the era we grew up in and end up terrible at platformers
2: i have wondered this as well (laughs) Um, i I don't know i am inherently bad at platformers my wife who doesn't play video games will kick my ass at platformers no problem and this is maybe why i loved like streets of rage and street fighter and golden axe and games that didn't require platforming at all i I am actually terrible at them and i get so frustrated with them i I don't know maybe this is like craig hates fighting games and i i I just not very good at platformers
0: well I'm curious because later on in the year we're going to be doing Sonic Mania and that's something you absolutely love.
2: Yeah, I'm still not very good at it and so,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Okay I was going to ask like did you find that a more enjoyable time? Alright we'll definitely talk about that when we do that episode. Yeah.
1: So it's not but, like okay. you don't hate it it's just that you're not good at it. It's, there's a distinction there.
2: Oh it's just I'm shocking at it I just can't get the timing right and then I get really frustrated and then try and do it quicker because I've died. Um, <laughs> it's maybe a lack of patience. Not, I don't know. I just, maybe you guys, I'll sense It's kind of the f- same with me and stealth. Yeah, well, s- stealth's the same, yeah.
1: I would be interested to see your, when you complete a level of Super Meat Boy, how many Meat Boys have died <laughs> on the level at the end because it must be just full so of... So, it's weird though, like Super Meat Death Boy meat. and
2: Guacamele and different games like that I seem to be okay at. I don't know, maybe it's just these older ones.
0: Wow, you, you almost had disdain in your voice. It's only oh, like these older ones. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was these a... retro
2: uh, God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, so really quick, Do Re Mi Fantasy is a sequel to a game that I played and liked a lot as a kid. It was Mylon's Secret Castle. I don't think you guys would have played it because it was NES, and you guys didn't really do NES. But it was something that I was never aware of until I just happened to come across it in, like, a ROM file. And it's called Dory Me Fantasy. I'm like, oh, this is going to be some really stupid Japanese music-based game. But no! Turned out to be a really fun platformer. And, uh, really quick, how far did you guys get in the game?
1: Um, I did a couple of, couple of worlds. Yeah, maybe two worlds. Worth of musical okay. instruments, <laughs> and um, just checked check out at that point. I didn't. Then I maybe should have went on to YouTube and had a look at some more bosses and stuff. But I didn't have a chance. So it was. It, I did enough that I would happily, after we've recorded, go back and just potter about with it until I finish it. It's one of those ones that. Oh no, hang on, that's giving away a bit too much information too soon.
0: Well, you touched on a point. Hmm. It's not a very long game at all.
1: It's not, no, it's, it's pick up and blast or world in a wee bit a wee short space, and yeah.
0: What about you, Luke? How far did you end up getting in this?
2: I got to, like, the sixth level, and then I kept on dying on the same bit, um, so I decided to bow out at that point and watch the rest on YouTube. I think I watched an hour and a half today. Uh, it's really interesting to watch, like, loads of colours and... Uh, it's good watching a platformer when somebody's really good at it, but it's not when somebody's really bad at it. <laughs> um,
0: uh, one of the things I'd like to touch on is that this game isn't a typical platformer in the fact that you move really slow. Like, there's mm-hmm. no Sonic speedy, no, not even Mario kind of speed going on. You're just a pretty lackadaisical little kid. Yeah. Did that bug you guys at all? Because there were a couple times where I'd be getting to a level going, come on, let's go. I don't even think, you know, Oopa was slower than this, and he was a baby,
1: yeah, um uh, it didn't bug me that much. It feels quite purposeful like the the control- it controls quickly enough that it doesn't feel like the whole thing is slow. It's just that you've got a slow pace, and it's it's fine enough the 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 platforming isn't too technical, so you can't because of the pace of it, you can't actually nail most of it without dying first time um yeah the pace because was fine of that for pace, me. yeah.
2: Sorry. Um, I also liked, like the... Maybe it was just the beginning of where I was at, but it didn't feel like you had to get your jumps exactly right. There was a little bit of leeway given, which is, is always good for me anyway.
0: Yeah, it's not until actually like pretty close to the end where it starts getting what I would call demanding platforming. For most of the game, it's pretty easy on the uh, pinpoint accuracy angle. And even to the point where... Did you guys happen to get any of the, the items, like the extra
1: little items you can get that help you? Yeah. Like tune gum, so if you fall off the bottom it kinda you kinda rise back up on a bubble yeah, of that, tune gum. That like, is it's nice. Genius, mm-hmm. right? That's great.
2: I like the way that there was like it didn't seem to be any end to lives and continues. Like it just seemed to keep on like it wasn't difficult in the <laughs> sense that you're just gonna go right back to the start of the game, like you know, like a Mario game or whatnot.
0: So what when you get a game over, it goes to like what, you just restart that level? You get like a continue,
2: world? and then you'll just restart the level, not the world. Um, So I I think oh, I that's really nice. went through all my lives three or four times, it must have been four times, and it just kept on giving me continues, so yeah, pretty decent.
0: Okay, cool. Now as Craig and Luke can't really attest to because it was in Japanese, um, I would like Craig or Luke to give a story summary and see how close they are based on some of the bonkers animations in the game.
1: I think I've got the story. Almost right, through uh, the, all right. the fine animation. All right. You are a young boy. You have been sent on a quest by your father to acquire five musical instruments, which the silhouettes are a flute and four other unnamed musical <laughs> instruments at this moment in time. Um, so there's, you have a world... You hit the first world, and this is the flute world, so you have to collect a flute by beating the boss in that world by going through various different um, stages and platforming. As well as this, you also need to pick up stars in certain stages, and the star's power, I'm going to say use the word power, the magical flute when you pick it up. So you take that back to your dad and then move on to the next world i assume that a baddie has s- somehow stolen these musical instruments and hidden them away and they're the key to beating the main boss as in the story or something like that
0: okay i would say you're a good 85 to 88.972% correct nice nice <laughs> um so so basically the story is what craig said except That, you know, he has to rescue his fairy friend from the evil wizard known as Amon. You're also restoring the magic of the music of the forest. So, you forgot those very, very important plot points. So, dear listener, in case you didn't notice, the story really doesn't matter at all. So, if you're a little nervous about maybe downloading a Japanese ROM, don't worry about it. Everything that is important is in English. Like... Uh, or, or I may be wrong. So, you guys was like all the menu stuff in English?
1: uh Japanese, one hundred percent of the way.
2: All yeah, the it was text, weird.
1: The, oh. the subtitles.
2: The the version I had was the same, but the one on YouTube that I watched was fully in English. Like even the cutscenes were in huh. English. Yeah. Yeah,
0: uh, you have to download a translation patch and then patch it into the ROM, and then it become it's basically in English. That's what uh, I played in.
2: Okay.
0: And if you can get the hang of doing that, then a whole new world of games opens up to you, and it's really cool. So, taking 20, 30 seconds to learning how to do that is a good skill. Uh, So, here's an interesting question for you guys. So, uh, I have a couple PS4 games that are in Japanese only. I made a really bad mistake there. But... Do you guys get that weird sensation of when you're doing something and you're familiar because it's a game? You know what you're supposed to do, but you have no idea what's going on or what you're doing or any of that. Did you guys get that feeling at all with this?
1: I get that feeling with quite a lot of games. Even (laughs) ones in English. Even ones in English. (laughs) Why the hell am I doing this? Why the hell? Why the hell am I collecting these frogs? For example, from recent times. it's just sometimes you just sit down and you go, what's this all about? How is this furthering the story in what, any shape or form? Um, although for this specific example, I would say that I just rolled with it. It was a Japanese-only release. It's very Japanese in the way it looks. It just, it feels... Okay, I'm going to say this and I don't I don't mean it to sound twatty or anything, but it feels authentic. It just feels like a novelty thing that I'm playing a wee piece of Japanese game. Um, okay. For something like Persona, I would switch to English subtitles. I know some of us, maybe one third of us, would play it in Japanese. <laughs> Whoa. Um, for some strange reason, I couldn't do that because I need I need to know what's happening for the most part. Does that answer your question? It does.
0: It does. It's, yeah, it's sort of. because yeah, uh, like what I got was I have a Yakuza game that never came stateside, and. I thought, well, you know, I've played Yakuza before, I can <laughs> do this, I don't need... No! No, I can't do it at all. I've gotten oh. like two hours sp- into the game and
1: that's with like 15 hours playtime. Uh, it's, it's very... You kind know, That's very story-driven, though. though so it would, uh, the game. I've this was mad just-
2: flashbacks of getting a copy of a Japanese Metal Gear Solid and printing off like a 200-page PDF on <laughs> trans- <laughs> translation. Yeah, that was hell. Now,
0: wait, well, now how would, how did would you get your hands on a, a japanese metal gear solid game
2: one of my friends' brothers had it or something uh i didn't get very far because i couldn't be asked flipping through all these pages sorry it wasn't it was uh, it was resident evil it was one of my friends had resident evil 2 okay yeah that's it uh yeah we we didn't get very far in it <laughs> it's weird japanese uh,
0: what cuz like then I had no idea you could import things. Like, that was just something completely off my radar, mm, right? Mm. Was importing a thing around you guys? Were you like, oh, yeah, I'll just get the Japanese version? Or was it weird that he had a Japanese version of Resident Evil?
2: Well, I mean, in terms of everybody else, it was weird. But he had so many Japanese games and, like, Japanese things. It was cool. He had um, he had Metal Gear Solid. He had Final Fantasy VII. And he he digged doing this printing off stuff. Um and like having the game six months before everybody else or whatnot, but yeah, each to their own. I'd okay. I'd love to see if he's yeah, still yeah, got no, that collections because cool. like some of those the artwork on those
1: boxes was amazing. I I don't think I ever even thought about importing anything about the time. I'd be playing games at that young age. I'd be going to the Barrowlands every week and buying like a CD that just had every <laughs> release of that week on it and, and taking it home Yo, and playing ho, ho. it. So I would just play whatever was, I don't know exactly, it's terrible. But like at the time, you could I could jump in the train, get to Glasgow, walk to a, a market, and there would just be someone standing there going, Do you want the latest Sweeney CD or something like that? Yeah, okay, fine. Da-da-da. Da-da-da. Yeah, exactly. It was great. And you'd always be hoping there was some sort of pornographic game on it, you know, that you could sneak under the radar Wait, and install without your parents. So know. you guys
0: had just black market software guys yeah. on just mm-hmm. on the street?
1: Yeah, not on the street. In a in a in a market, in an actual kind of orchestrated market every Saturday, you could go and there would be tech parts, you know, like PC parts and stuff, and then there would be like you could buy dodgy windows and some dodgy games and, and all Is of that it like kind of Mad stuff.
0: Max over there? <laughs> no, it's not, it, it doesn't happen now. It's all like,
1: shut down now. It, mad Australia Oh
0: Okay. <laughs> Cuz that just blows my mind the fact that you could buy, you know, just pirated stuff in a shop somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's weird. I mean, it was
2: still going on when I was like able to drink and stuff. You'd go to the pub and there'd always mm-hmm. be somebody selling like dodgy DVDs and stuff.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's a world that's completely foreign to me because i mean i i didn't start even realizing that stuff was a thing until the internet because you you'd get shut down really fast over here but i i wonder if copyright law is like more enforced here than it is there
1: i'm more i more think that it just it, at the time it was when you know it would take 3 hours to download a 30 second simpsons clip off of Bear Share or yeah. something like that, you know, or LimeWire. Oh good old Bear Share. Oh know, yeah. I I remember Am I getting my Simpsons clip or am I getting poop on? Oh, let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> I remember trying to play
2: an online game and it the it was like two hundred and thirty megabytes. And this is back when like our internet was fifty six K modems and every two hours your internet disconnected, so you had to buy like a you had to download like a, a downloader that would allow for the the connection to stop. Um, so that took me a couple couple attempts to figure that one out. But it took 16 hours to do 230 meg, um, and that was like you got better speeds if you left your computer on overnight when everybody else had gone to bed. So yeah, yeah, man, that was crazy. So wait, wait,
0: why would it shut off every two hours?
2: I'm not sure why it was. It was like I I don't know why BT did it over here. Do you know, Craig?
1: No, uh, I've got no idea. I the the most I remember from them days was getting like an AOL disk and that kind of thing. And you talk, like, you, you have sadly, email. <laughs> <laughs> it's, horrible. it's horrible. Wow, um, I've got a feeling right. I don't want. to hear feeling. me out. I've got a feeling we've went slightly off topic here.
0: Really now?
1: Mm, yeah. So huh. we're talking about Rocket League.
0: <laughs> um. Well, no, like, another kind of tangent I had, but it's something I'm curious about. So, Super Nintendo era, for me, was when I realized, oh, these things are from Japan. When did that hit you guys? Because here, Nintendo, we had Nintendo of America, and it just looked like, well, it comes from here.
2: I'm not sure. Yeah, I I always thought Sega was an American company until the Saturn came out. Well,
0: Sega was American, and... Uh it's still sort of American. Was it not? Like Japanese? it was Hawaii. No. Ah. It, it was American and and then it uh it moved its headquarters so and it got
2: bought. I thought Sega was American until the Saturn came out, and then I just realized that wasn't the case. <laughs> or it was the case <laughs> until I was thirty one. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> when, yeah, when they the... started
0: as like a um, pinball machine maker in Hawaii. Ah.
2: Ah, okay. I always thought so, they were Japanese, yeah. like Shamu and stuff. Was
0: oh yeah. Well, like by the time that they started doing everything, like let's say Genesis era, th- their headquarters had moved to Japan, and now they're owned by uh, like the Japanese. It's not an American owner anymore. At least I'm ninety percent sure. Anyway, sorry. So you should be. Indeed. Mm-hmm. What about you, Craig? Like, do you remember when that hit you?
1: No, I've got, I've got no idea. I don't, I don't know when I acquired that knowledge. I was predominantly a PC gamer at the time, so I was just consuming whatever I got uh, from wherever I got it without really thinking about it. Okay,
0: yeah, I, I can understand that. Okay, tangent tangent over. I, I was just curious, because it was something I was thinking about while I was playing this. Oh, one thing I would like to talk about is the music. It's weird. So, for... Yeah, it's really weird, right?
2: Yeah. Like the start has this really wonderful musical piece, and then you go into the level, and it's like the first level, and it's like, doo, like weird. It's like industrial ambiance. <laughs> yeah, music. exactly. That's a that's a perfect way to do it.
0: <laughs> I wasn't sure if was like, shit, am I in Silent Hill? <laughs> this is some weird stuff. And I thought at first because okay, the first game, right? As you did bonus levels, you were unlocking more instruments. And it was cool because if you think of them like Chaos Emeralds, right? If you got the first bonus round, then that would add a new instrument to the soundtrack. And every time you got more bonus levels completed, more and more instruments would be playing on the soundtrack. It was very cool. And I thought, oh, well, maybe once I unlock the first you know the first flute I think it is maybe it'll kick in and it'll have a no not at all I beat the game and it was full of like (laughs) and that was it I was like what the the hell is this so I don't think it's
1: bad but it is weird it doesn't sit right it doesn't it it feels like it should be that musical it's a, a musical game the music should have had a bigger part
2: but if you think of every like big platformer or like Mario or Sonic, the music is such a big part of the game, and it just the game felt a bit empty without something in the background to keep you keep you interested, something catchy.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, there were a couple of times where I just let the music play, right? And you know, like kelsey's sitting there, and my daughter was sitting here, just was playing a game on the other TV. She's like, Dad, this sounds like a creepy pasta. I'm like, you know what? It does. <laughs> it sounds like something you put under you reading about how the call was coming from inside the house or your friend was dead the whole time. Yeah. It it's just really weird. And it's not like cosmic space face levels of bad uh-huh. or out of this world levels of bad. But I would say listen to it, because it's
2: weird. Yeah, I'd agree with that.
0: I I can't uh, I I wait to throw your two cents in, Craig.
1: Well, no, there's no, there's not much else to add. I was disappointed. No, no, there's not. <laughs> Just totally disappointed. I was expect I didn't. I didn't play the original. I was expecting something like sound shapes. You know, when you progress through the level, you you gently add extra layers to the track, dependent how many notes yeah. you pick up or whatever. That's what I was expecting because I thought I'm going for a flute. You pick up the flute, and then maybe you would have you know like Mexican panpipes for the next the next world or you know <laughs> something. But no, it wasn't what it wasn't to be.
0: Um, there was one part in this game where I got stuck, and I actually had to watch a YouTube video. Did you guys get that whole thing of if you hold down the attack button? When when you hold down the attack button, if you hold it for a couple of seconds, he does this kind of you know he puffs himself up and then he blows bubbles in an 180 degree arc above
1: him.
2: Uh, I saw that in the video. So... It,
1: I know where you're talking about at the end of the level where there's a roof above it yeah. and it's like says end. And I went round the level like three times. I found a cave or a secret door down and left from there. And I thought, <laughs> so did I. The button must be in there. No, it's not in there. Um, <laughs> I would stumbled across it by accident, that function. Yeah, I, I, I had to go watch a YouTube video, and I'm like,
0: how did he do that? <laughs> and then I had to go look up a game FAQs and stuff. But, uh, okay, so there's really not much more to talk about this game. Um I want to do final thoughts, if that's all right with you, gentlemen. Of course. Let me adjust my mic real quick. All right. So, what are your final thoughts on this platformer, gentlemen? Would you recommend
2: it? I've got the least to say, so I'll probably go first if that's okay. Um, This game looks great. It is very, it's got a lot of character. Um, As far as the music's a bit bit lackluster, Uh, and I didn't get very far in it, so probably not fair to give a lot. of final thoughts. Um it played fine. It, it looks great. And I, I really enjoyed watching it actually. I had it on in the background while I was doing stuff around the house today. Uh and it was interesting to watch, especially the boss fights, there's a lot of depth to them. So if you're into weird Japanese music floaty elf spit games N- then yeah you should play music. this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um just I I think what are my final thoughts? I had, I've got different final thoughts. I've played this twice now, in two different sessions. and the first time I played it, I put it down and I thought, "Well, oh, that's that's quite average. It's a like average platformer." Never obviously touched Europe or the the West when it was released, so it's obviously not as big as usually, like big big names. And then I played it again today, and it actually it grew on me a lot more today after sitting down with it again because it, it controls really well it looks great for being what it is and when it was released it looks absolutely fantastic and I think it's just got that level of charm that actually pops out as quite a solid platformer all round I wish I had an English ROM that's <laughs> that's what my thought I came away with today is <laughs> I wish I'd had an English one just so I could properly understand why I was doing what I was doing um, but I really really enjoyed it Surprisingly enjoyed it. Given what dud platformers we've had sometimes, it's it's been an absolute treat to play. You
0: know what, Craig?
1: That's a really good point. We've had quite a few duds on this show, haven't yeah. we? We really have, <laughs> really have. Especially it, in, oh God! I was just going to say. I'm not saying this is a treat compared to the duds. I'm saying this is a treat all round. I this happily, happily say that this is an absolute solid platformer.
0: I, I You know, I, I totally agree. And the weird thing is, is going into this show, right? At first, I wanted to stay away from platformers because I had the notion that, oh, yeah, platformers, they were a dime a dozen. There's a million good platformers out there. But if this show has taught us anything, it's that there really weren't. Like, most platformers were kind of assy in one way or another. And so it's a bit of a treat to come across one that... It doesn't excel at anything, but it does everything good except the music. And I, I have completed this game more than once. I, I went through it twice because we ended up having to uh, push the episode back a bit just because of stuff that happened. And uh, I beat it like two weeks ago, and then I beat it again this week. And it was, I think it's like three hours a run through. It's not very long at all. But it's absolutely even down to the stupid little animations where you stand still like that kind of stuff does a lot for me. And there's just it it has that same pull as a Kirby game for me. Whereas Craig, this that's kind of what a Kirby game feels like. Like it's kind of like this. Um, I don't think there's anything special about the way it platforms. It's little too late where it starts getting any teeth. So if you want to challenge, this isn't it. But this is a nice you just want to sit back play a platformer, and chill. So I would say give it a shot. Uh, English or no, I don't think it really matters too awful much. Now, as you can tell, we have a third person here today. Woo-hoo!
2: <laughs> or boo. As you can tell,
0: we've kicked out that third person today. boo <laughs> <laughs> So when, when we started doing the whole you must pick a game that starts with the first letter that the last game ended with, I knew at some point we were going to come to a place where I kind of stumped Craig with, "haha, deal with this letter. Yeah. Now, Craig kind of got stumped with this and we have Luke coming back and he wants to do a little more of the Retro Rewind stuff. So, at this point, we're going to say, alright, that string is done. So, Luke, you can start us off again with whatever game you wish.
1: Cool. Oh, that's amazing. I can't wait to play Psychonauts. Nice pick, dude. Fuck off with your
2: Psychonauts, mate. So, I asked Dave and Craig what would be considered retro, and they said anything before the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. So, PlayStation 3, PlayStation whatever, Xbox 360. Uh, Unless we don't like the game. Yeah, well, this is the thing. So, I have picked a game. (laughs) Hopefully, you guys are up for trying it. I personally loved it when it came out i don't think i'm gonna like it when i play it now i'm not sure if dave's gonna like it i seem to have a habit of picking huh. games he hates <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I have a strong inclination that you hate this so my game is konami's zone of the enders
0: oh oh <laughs> 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 oh you've been neon evangelion the game with the stupid 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 protagonist oh yeah i don't like okay all right yeah let's do this we got it
2: <laughs> it's only five hours long it's only five hours long so um i will probably hate this isn't like
0: yoshi's island bad this isn't you know cosmic space head level bad but i want you to know it's on the spectrum <laughs> 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 we'll see what we think of it uh are we doing one or two one. Okay. One. All right. So you can join us next time on Rich Rewind when we do Zone of the Enders. And that means, <laughs> Craig, that means you're up next.
1: Well, S, Psychonauts. So, uh, <laughs> easy.
0: Uh, no. <laughs> All that's left for me to do is to say thank you very much, both Craig and Luke. And we have a website. <laughs> And you can I was submit games to it. I was <laughs> it. Good night. As you can tell, this new upstart third gentleman probably won't work out <laughs> after Zone of the Enders. So, yes, as as Luke was so kindly interrupting, we do have a website. It's the We have forums where you can submit a game if you want us to talk about it on ritual Rewind or even a main Bit Effect episode. Good night, gentlemen. So be sure sh- to hit <laughs> us up on there. And mm-hmm. we also have, you know, uh, a Gmail account, Facebook, Instagram, all that fun stuff that I don't do at all. Woo. So, gentlemen, say goodnight.
2: good no. night. Good night. Good night. Love you, better. I hate Sona the Enders.